Welcome to Co-Opinions. My name is Josh, and today I have Anthony. Hey, what's up? And Brent. Yep. So, we are doing a E3 2019 retrospective episode, and I am a little out of it today because I just got back from a very long trip. So, Anthony and Brent are going to be the ones who do a primary amount of the talking, and I'm just going to make sure to keep things going. But these episodes always run long, so we're going to go ahead and just jump right into it. Now, let's start with Brent. What were your expectations going into this E3? They've been low for a while. I think we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Like the last several E3s have not been exciting. Now, why? I don't know. I was thinking about that this year. Is it because we're getting older and we're jaded? You're always jaded. Yeah, I know. Well, You've see, all- I disagree with that because like, I always have high expectations before it, and then my expectations are crushed afterward. So I think we're still excited. So I don't know if it's the age... So I think I actually fall kind of in between this because I go in with muted expectations and then if stuff comes out of it, I'm super stoked about it. And I won't get ahead of things here, but like Microsoft, literally all I wanted out of that conference was an Ori 2 release date. Right. That was literally all I wanted. Um, Yeah, I was about to say, I got more out of this than I thought I was and I thought this was decent here. And this, this year more than anything and i know a lot of people have said this about me and i've never argued it but this year more than any it felt like i was a nintendo fanboy because the conference didn't feel like it had an enormous amount for nintendo but i still felt like it by far did the most um Mm -hmm. but we'll get into that when we talk more specifically about it so anthony you had high expectations that were disappointed brent you had no expectations and were disappointed. You've been complaining about the PS5 and next Xbox for two years at this point. Yeah, we're going to get into that. We are. <laughs> like, blah, 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 blah. So, and now you actually have a reason to complain because, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and some important notes, though, before we get into it, is that the big announcement going into this E3 was that Sony would not be at this E3. That was so disappointing. Well, and we'll talk about that after when we get to the final thoughts. And the other thing was EA was like, well, we're not going to have a conference either. And everybody's like, and? You didn't have one last year. Uh, I thought they did. Just nobody cared. Like, EA is consistently the lowest rated conference. Nobody cares. Yeah. (laughs) So, but anyways, we'll go ahead and start getting into the conferences. Now, I could be wrong, but there were four, five? Yeah. There were five major ones we're going to talk about. I believe there were some other ones, like Devolver Digital had one, uh, but we're not going to really get into those. And the ones that will take up the most time are Microsoft, Nintendo, Bethesda, Unisoft, uh, Ubisoft in that descending order. But that I mean, will be Square the, Enix didn't come out with a whole lot. They, they did not. There. They have like two-ish things on there, and you'll talk. We're talking yeah. about both of them. So we'll start in order. The first one was Microsoft. So, Anthony, what is your primary console of choice? Uh, see, it's hard for me because, and me and Brent have talked about this multiple times. Like, I grew up mainly with an Xbox, but that's only because I'm a huge Halo fan. Mm -hmm. So that's why I stayed with Xbox for so long. But I just recently got a PS4 last year. Nice. And, I mean, I haven't regretted it. Right. Like, I only go back to my Xbox literally just to either watch movies or to play Halo. Oh, yeah. He was sad he couldn't be on our Horizon Zero Dawn episode. (laughs) There's been a lot of regrets from multiple people about who I could or couldn't have on for stuff. (laughs) But we'll talk about how you didn't get any Horizon Zero Dawn 2 news. But, so, uh, mostly PlayStation. Okay. And Brent, I know you've never been gung-ho about Microsoft. Like, that's just never been your thing. No. So, as I I stated, the only thing I wanted out of this was an Ori 2 release date. And we got it. We did. Uh, Early March, I believe, 2020. Uh Uh-huh. So, that's exciting. Yeah, you and Jake are excited. Oh, so stoked. But, well, and that'll be, I guess next year I will have two games to play on (laughs) Xbox. As opposed to the last two years I've had zero. (laughs) I know I played Cuphead on it, but had I known Cuphead was coming to Switch, I wouldn't have bought it. Well, that's, that's half the problem with this conference is several of the games I have listed here, they're not just Xbox. Yeah, they well, just got 
shown at Xbox. Yeah. Um, I believe, because you put on here Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z Kakara. I'm intrigued. This is an RPG. Now, this, but this isn't Microsoft exclusive. No, no, no. This will be at least on, I think it's on the Switch, too. Uh, it's yeah. on all oh, of them. Wow. Yeah. So, I know this was a big thing for weebs like yourself. Um, <laughs> one second. So, going back into it. The Kakarot Dragon Ball Z thing, I know a lot of people were stoked about it, but I didn't look into it that much. So. so it still has the same fighting mechanics as most of the fighting games once you do fighting, but it's a straight-up RPG. Yeah, and that's what I wondered, because when I first saw it, I was really like, I don't want another fighting Dragon Ball Z game. I mean, like, I feel like, like they come out about as often as the Call of Duty games. Yeah, there's a lot, and that, I thought it was a fighting game, Yeah, honestly. So did I, and then I looked into it, and I'm like, oh, this is a straight-up RPG. You only play as Goku, but you get the other characters as your team, and you level everyone up. Huh. You travel the map, and it's still one of those games where they had to add in stuff from other Dragon Balls, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z things in the map so you could do it to level your characters up. Like, Android 8 from Dragon Ball is randomly in the middle of the, you know, map when you're doing the very beginning of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> at least is at the very beginning, because for some reason it's been got brought up a lot in casual conversation recently about how Dragon Ball Z is so garbage with their power pacing. Because <laughs> I brought up, and this will be just a real quick aside because it's a pure non sequitur, what would have happened if Frieza would have shown up two weeks, like, a year later than he did show up when Trunks defeated him, when all the androids are running around. Oh, no, gosh. it's three years later. Still, whatever. What if he had shown up then? This guy who was destroying countless planets just gets his face punched in by <laughs> two robots that had been on Earth the whole time. Like, or fast forward to Dragon Ball Super, what if the goat wizard had shown up? The well, goat he has. So that's actually, like, story in Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, but, like, what if he had shown up oh, yeah, in yeah. the middle of Dragon Ball Z? Oh, where... <laughs> Right. So, just a, just a quick disclaimer. I haven't gotten that far in Super, oh, so sorry. I have no idea who you guys are talking that's about. All I know is Goat Wizard, and he can <laughs> defeat gods. Like, wow. the, the pacing is so ridiculous. In that's Super? The, well, yeah. that's <sighs> the one that isn't animated yet. That's only in the manga right now. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. okay. okay yeah, bring, it back, bring it back. Bring it back. Anyways, I'm intrigued by this game. It looks like it only goes up through the Frieza saga. Like it really? Up, yeah. Because that's all they show in the trailer. Huh. Yeah, they, they show they show Krillin dying. <laughs> Which time? <laughs> <laughs> when Frieza explodes. Yeah, okay. when he, he combusts him. There we go. So, is there anything else you'd like to talk about that, or can we move on to... No. So, the big thing about Cyberpunk 2077 was everybody was super stoked about the Keanu Reeves yeah. reveal. Yeah. I wasn't watching it live, and I get a message <laughs> from him who goes, Keanu Reeves is a national treasure, and I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? What has been the Keanu Reeves... Is it John Wick? Like, yeah. over the last few years, everybody's like, oh my god, Keanu Reeves. I'm like, yeah, I like the guy. He's awesome. But why is everybody so into him recently? Well, it's the so, year of the Keanu. Yeah, so you know how, like, last year everybody was saying, like, it was the year of Josh Brolin? Because he was in... Avengers, he was in Deadpool, and then he was in Sicario. So now this year is the year of Keanu because he's in John Wick, he's in Cyberpunk, and he's in Toy Story Four, which I didn't know. Yeah, uh, is yeah. he the 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 uh, stuntman? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> yeah, me either. So, uh, is there anything else about Cyber? I've heard it I, looks great. I mean, it looks great. They haven't released much. I don't. Even, they didn't even release any gameplay on it, did they? I don't think so. No, yeah, they, it was just a trailer. I think I, mean, I just a, found out it's based off a tabletop game. I knew and that. I didn't know I that. Did, yeah. I did know that. I mean, if you like the stuff that CD Projekt Red does, the Witcher people, this game looks like a cyberpunk version of something else they do well. And that's what I heard. It's going to get awesome. Like, this game is going to blow it out. I'm I not going to so. play it, but it's going to blow. I'm. It's going to be a 140-hour cyberpunk RPG. Like, it's going to be great, yeah. but these these just aren't the games. I don't play Western RPGs. Gotcha. I, just, I don't play Elder Scrolls. I don't play... I just. I don't play these kind of games. Even well, though I've heard, if you want to play one CD Projekt Red... Anyway. Well, speaking of games you do play, I guess that can bring us into Elden Ring. You yes heard about and no. This? Yeah, I did. So that's the From Software collaboration with George R.R. R. Martin. And Miyazaki. 
Miyazaki is the guy from From Software, fool. Okay. Like, I know where you thought you were going with this, but no. But are they also related to Dark Souls? Well, it's because it's From Software. Like, that... They said it's like a open world-ish uh, Dark Souls. Like, it's supposed to be less linear than the Dark Souls games. Which you can go in between different areas in Dark Souls, but you still kind of got to go in order, so to speak. Like, you're in an area, you defeat the boss, you move on to the next area. What's the one you... Not just Dark Souls. Bloodborne? There we go. Yeah. I mean, they've only had... They've had three games, so to speak. The three Dark Souls games... Bloodborne, and Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Which my brother is a huge fan of those games. He can't get enough. Ah. So. <laughs> All I, I remember is watching you play Bloodborne. Bloodborne was a delight. And Dark Souls was pretty good too. But I tried to play Neo, which admittedly isn't from software. But it's still the same punishing kind of gameplay. I don't think I want to play those kind of games anymore. <laughs> like, it's just, it's masochism the game. So. Okay, so before we get into the Microsoft ones... We're already... Oh, Well, right. the Microsoft games. So we don't have more to add about Elden Ring other than if you're into Dark Souls, and check I this guess out. Game of Thrones. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so first, Star Wars. Uh, wasn't that... Wasn't that Ubisoft? Like, no. Uh, it was at the Microsoft one because it's oh. EA. Uh, oh, was that Fallen Order? Yeah. You. How many times have you... Okay, state your fact. Stake your case. I actually think this might be good. Okay. Except for what EA has done for the last however long to yeah. these games. Here's my thing, though. I, um, have you played um, the no. Force Unleashed? No, Force you never Unleashed. played a Star Wars <laughs> game? Never. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I like to equate it to that. That's what it looks like to me. He knows that's not a good yeah. thing. <laughs> no, I don't like the Force yeah, Unleashed. I, I know. And that's what has me worried. Okay. I was wondering where you were going with this. I'm like, uh, it reminds me of the Force Unleashed. Like, does, is that a good thing or a bad <laughs> thing to you? Well, I'm holding out hope that this one's better than the Battlefront game. I don't think the Battlefront games were bad. I think EA's sh- terrible tactics. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good save. Um, are what drove those games into the ground. Not bio. I mean, not... Uh, I was going to say Bioware. Gameplay? Uh-oh. No, not the... The developers. The Battlefront guys. Yeah. Suddenly I've forgotten their name. That's fine. But these guys made Titanfall. I'm holding out hope because it looks like they integrate a lot of Titanfall things, like running across walls, stuff. And this one has an actual story. There's mm-hmm. no multiplayer. It has a linear story. I'm holding out hope that this is finally the one EA really knocks it out of the park with. That being said, if it's not, they're done. So... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Did, uh, Anthony, you have anything? This is Jedi Fallen Order, right? Yeah, we got yeah. gameplay, so. Yeah. Did we get a release date? Yeah, it's yeah. November. It's oh. this year. Yeah. All right. I, yeah, again, I couldn't watch any of yeah. these. So. Yeah, we got, it's November this year, so. Cool. So, now we move into the Microsoft-specific stuff. Yeah. Gears 5, <laughs> I guess. Like, don't get me wrong, it looks decent, and I'm gonna play it because Gears 4 was shockingly good. Mm. I remember what you said to me when I messaged it to you. What was that? People still care about this franchise. <laughs> yeah. Like. I uh, was I, I was also shocked too. Yeah. We knew what was going to happen. Well, we knew. They had said it was going to happen. They they told us. They teased Gears 5 oh, yeah. years ago. Well, they said it was, before it was the start of a new trilogy. Yeah, but I mean. Do, <sighs> <laughs> Who's this for at this point? People they didn't piss off. Do people still get excited about these games? I don't know. Well, it was never us. If <laughs> if they don't, we know Terminator fans will. God, <laughs> there's a crossover. Well, all it was was all the trailer was was a picture of a Terminator, and he had a chainsaw gun. Chain, yeah, that's it. All yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> It's like bad Photoshop right there. Yeah. So, and we'll get back to this, because this isn't the only game yeah, with this. a Terminator crossover. <laughs> yeah. So, Gears 5, they gave us a release date, didn't they? I don't think they did. I don't think so either. All right. I just uh, think it was out. I just so, think it was an announcement. So, this is the thing we're going to play. Brent, no doubt. Um, yeah, Gears 5, September 10th. This year? Yeah. Huh. Well, well. We've got another co-op game to Lampoon 3. <laughs> well, yes and no. We tried to do it for Gears 4 after yeah, it was Judgment. better than we thought it would be. Yeah, like it was better. Well, 
I, it's because they leaned into, they're like, yeah, Muscle Bro actually isn't the main character here. So in 5, they explicitly say that the female from 4 is the main character. See, I've never played any of these, so I have no idea what is going on. The first one was great. I don't know how old you are, Anthony, and I'm not going to ask. <laughs> a gentleman never asks. But the first one was great when we were in college. Because that's the that's pure college mentality. It's like, wah, we're bros with guns. It's dark. Wah. I mean, and then by the time the third one came out, we're done with college and like living on our own. It's like, okay, well, this feels like a good note of closure. Right. There's more. <laughs> wasn't a note. They didn't close anything. They, they closed the trilogy. They just didn't answer any of the questions. Uh, they then, did answer all the questions you didn't have. Yeah. Well, no, that was judgment. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, we didn't need to know where the backup came from in 3, but apparently we just played through an 8-hour game explaining it. Yeah, so that was cool, I guess. And then, yeah, anyways, I don't so, have anything else on Gears 5. Next. I'm trying to determine if we do Halo or if we do Project Scarlet first, because... Halo. Halo. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Anthony, you want to leave this one? Because you're... I'm not saying I'm not... A, I'm interested. Granted, I still haven't played five. So, yes, I, like I said, like I'm, I'm a huge Halo fan. So there was a lot of stuff in this trailer that, like, you know, only true Halo fans would pick yeah, up you were on. Telling me this. Yeah. So it makes sense why a lot of the general audience wasn't really excited. But this is also one of my complaints for five is five really only catered to if you were a true like diehard. Halo fan that read all the expanded universe stuff. Which even, that, I was about to say, which I guess... I was about to say, we know four people. You make, for me, number four, and half of them disliked five. Yeah. The other half loved it. I mean, I, I'm kind of in between. Like, there were elements that I liked. I did like the team gameplay. I know a lot of people didn't like that, but I thoroughly enjoyed it because it allowed for co-op, and co-op is always you know, a uh, plus for me, mm -hmm. but... So what did they show in this trailer? Like, did they show gameplay? What did... No. no, they showed no gameplay. So tell me what about... Did it make you excited? Like, I'm yeah, getting mixed so signals here. It, it got me excited for what the story is going to be. They showed uh, a new Halo. <laughs> and so when you say a new Halo, you mean the construct within the yes, universe? Yeah. Okay, I want to be clear because I'm like... Yeah, it's a new Halo. Yeah, We're they talking showed about new Halo. <laughs> they showed a new Halo ring. Gotcha. And what makes this exciting is what that ring is, and it's another Halo. It's well, <laughs> in the expanded universe, it's it's Zeta Halo, and that comes with a lot of story opportunities that a lot of fans like myself are excited for and hope that they do touch on. But yeah, as far as, as gameplay, they showed none of that. One thing that I did learn is that all the trailers that they have released are about, yeah. canon. Apparently, they did happen. Wait, what? Like, they happened before this game? Like, they've yeah. all been in... The ones they've shown have been in order? Yeah, so... Like, last year's happened before this year's? And it happened specifically a year before this year's trailer. I'm not going to try to track this too much, just because... The way you're describing it to me, it sounds like they're building this game for, like, the deep fans. Oh, yeah. yeah. Th that's a bad approach. It is. but they, but <laughs> Especially when this was supposed to be some kind of reason. Yeah, reason. But that, and that's the funny thing. They preach about how this is the game for newer fans, you know, for people to, which they to come into this universe. Which then concerns me how many Halo 1 story tropes will be in <laughs> it. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah there yeah. we go. <laughs> so, so I'm guessing you guys are not on the good no, side I'm, of this? No, well, I'm Okay, for the sake of transparency, I haven't played a Halo game since Halo 3. Yeah. Just because, like, first-person shooters with a heavy competitive element, not really. I'm more of the narrative focus, and on top of that, yeah. like I fell all the way off the hype train after the third one. The third one felt like an ending, even if it wasn't a, the best ending. Like I didn't like the way they handled the threequelness of you. The second and third one were one long game. Um, I hate threequels. Um, without 
getting too off topic, that's been my biggest complaint about like the new God of War. Yeah. Didn't feel like a standalone game. Felt like the first part of a trilogy. Right. So, anyways, I I haven't played four. I haven't played. Five, was there five? Yeah, I, I'm not six. even keeping track. Five, if you, and if you're not counting the spinoffs. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, see, for me, I, you know, it's kind of like how you were with Gotham. Like, I'm already this far in, and I'm kind of not going to quit now. <laughs> well, it's like how with, just to relate it to something on mine... Attack on Titan. I am I am so checked out of that series, but I ha- I'm 56 episodes in. Right. I gotta see how this ends. Yeah. Only difference is that I actually root for Halo to be good again. Um, I thought you were going to say wait in fairness, for Halo to kill He's the one who dislikes it. Attack on Titan the most. <laughs> they uh, remind me after we're done recording where the episode that just came I out. I know what had happened. Right. But they've answered all my questions at this point. Like, the only thing that needs to happen is them to wrap up the conflict they kind of just introduced. So, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) Moving back on to Halo, uh, let's have a couple more minutes about... Are are you looking forward to when it comes out? Yeah, I... I like, honestly, or just because you have a grudging obligation to see this through? A, a, a bit of both, because I really am hoping that they actually make this good and they bring back, you know, all the people who were kind of turned off of Halo 5. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I I genuinely want Halo to do good, you know. Make I don't Halo great again. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't want these games to be bad. Like I said, I genuinely do enjoy them, and the story is one of the main things that I do enjoy about Halo. That's why I always keep coming back. So they promise a lot for this game, and I'm hoping they uphold those promises. Well, we will see. I I My, wish you the best. The only detriment to it, and this is going into the Scarlet. <sighs> So I guess let's get into the Scarlet, because when they... So, before we just jump into this, they officially announced their next Xbox, which Project is called the Project Scarlet. Which I... I want to put a... To Christ, it's actually called the Xbox One X 360. Yeah. <laughs> because Brent told you about how I kind of had an aneurysm when they announced the Xbox One X. Yeah. Because the acronym for that yeah, is an Xbox. <laughs> and I'm convinced from day one they had a board where they're like, we need to get to this. Yeah, yes. Xboxception. <laughs> so yeah, the Xbox One X 360. Which only makes me wonder, where do they go after that? Uh, the Xbox One X1. So, one X. So, yeah, the one by one. Yeah. And now it's just like a little portable thing. So, I'm sorry. Should... They this has a disk drive. I just want to throw there's that two. out there. There's two disk drives. No, there's uh, <laughs> there's Project Scarlet and there's another one. The so other I, one will be the digital only one. Yes, but the other one, it felt like isn't that still just an Xbox One thing though? That's not a Project no. Scarlet. No, it'll be the next thing of Project Scarlet. That hasn't been confirmed though, has it? I mean, it's been confirmed by developers. Microsoft said nothing. Okay. Because I've also seen things saying there's only going to be one Project Scarlet. Like, I've seen both sides. Until until Microsoft announces anything, I'm not... And again, it went to the fact that even Anthony, we agreed on this when we were watching, it was the wording the guy used, because he went into this thing about streaming. Yeah. He was not very clear on what he was saying. Well, and that's why they clarified it. Which also, I just want to say, they they did confirm that Halo Infinite will be a launch title, which this has me a little worried because launch titles aren't normally notorious for being the greatest. Yes and no. It depends. Yeah, because, like, because... Halo, they'll put their whole force behind it. Because, like, Breath of the Wild was a launch title. Oh, it was? Yes. That um, started development for the previous system, though? Just like which, Halo did. Yeah, it did. Okay, so... Yeah. <laughs> Which does, she gets in, because when I tuned in, when he said they were announcing this thing, and I saw it coming up, and I tuned in at the end, all they're doing is boasting graphics, the greatest graphics, the most experienced graphics in the world, and then they show the Halo trailer, and I'm like, did they render this on a 360? Yeah. Because these it, don't it look good. It wasn't. It, well, it, it wasn't bad, but... It wasn't it, bad, but when we just were, like, were blown away these, by it. These are going to be next-gen graphics, and I'm like, this felt like last-gen graphics. It, what was yeah, the difference? It definitely did. 
So Project Scarlet, it's supposed to have all these crazy hardware things like crazy RAM, be able to output at 8K 60 frames per second. So one thing I read that was fascinating, and I brought this up to you guys already, is that 4K 60 frames per second requires a higher output HDMI than a lot of TVs have the hardware for right now. So while it may have this awesome video 4K 60 frames per second, and we talked about this too, 60 frames per second makes a noticeable difference in action games in particular, probably in shooting games too. Right. I, Um, I would argue 60 frames for me is better for video games than film. Yes. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. In film, it makes, from what I've seen, it makes the movies look fake. Yes. Yeah. Like, I know I saw I saw video clips for The Hobbit in 60 frames per second, and it all looked like it was on a green screen. Yeah. Right. Like, but in video games, it it's it amazing. Yeah. Yeah. When you played, I think when you first did it, it was one of the Assassin's Creed games? Maybe. Uh, oh, yeah. So my TV has that smoothing thing that kind of makes yeah. it run at fake 60 frames per second. Bro, if I could have played Bloodborne at 60 frames, I would rebuy that game for the PS5 at 60 frames but per my, second. So then back to the... My problem with this thing, 8K. Who's gonna? You you have to have a movie screen to output in 8K. Yeah, yeah. So not to rush this though, but we're already almost in half an hour. We need to. Yeah, we do keep this. So Project Scarlet, it'll come out. It'll be for somebody. I I don't know that I'm gonna buy this for a long time. Oh yeah, no. There's no way. I I told Brent I'm waiting at least two years. Yeah. When it's down to two hundred dollars, but I'm kidding. Or you could buy uh, Xbox One with Fallout seventy six with a hundred dollar degraded value. Uh-huh. Ooh. Uh, so <laughs> moving on to Bethesda, Fallout seventy six. Fallout seventy six. I know Brent was like, "Yeah, they're gonna have a massive update," and I'm like, "Does it turn back time to undo <laughs> the tragic launch that was Fallout seventy six? Because like." They're, like, throwing stuff out like candy. Because I watched it with a friend of the show, Jake, when he's like, what did they add? I'm like, just watch this. And they're like, every time they announce it, it's free for 76 players. We want you to play this game. Please buy it. I know even the director was like, we knew it would have a rocky start. Like, is that how you're calling this? A rocky start? (laughs) So Um, they, they added in NPCs. Yeah, the one thing they're like, no, we won't do that. They added in dialogue trees. Then they added in the battle royale mode. Yeah. 50, uh, what was it? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't I, whatever matter the because things, the Vault 51, there we go. Nothing is going to make this game good. I Stop trying to make Fallout 76 happen. It's not going to happen. It's just, no. But And you know they're going to milk the crap out of this like they've been doing Skyrim. Yeah. For what, almost 34 years now? Yeah, something like that. (laughs) We still never got our fridge version. We We did, and we got our Alexa version, and that's where the joke stops. So So, we got to keep moving. Yeah, so we're in Fallout mode. Let's talk about The Outer Worlds. Apparently this was announced sometime mid-last year. Yeah. I didn't see it until. Yeah. Yeah. It's Space Fallout. Yeah, it's Space Fallout. That's about it. Like well, I don't want to spend too much time. I know on he it. didn't like the one, but you like New Vegas, and that's I who love it's by. So. Yeah, it it looks like he's trying a little too hard to be quirky. Like it looks entertaining, but it seems like it's trying a little too hard. No, uh, oh no, that's keep going. I was say, the game I'm interested in, Deathloop. That's the one where you got you keep dying like every fifteen minutes. No, that's like, called fifteen minutes. No, no, uh, no. yeah, we'll get to um. Is this no, not this by is, the this is arcane, by arcane. arcane? Yeah. It's not that you die every 15 minutes. It's that when you get killed, when the other one gets killed, they restart the day. The other one. There's two of them and they're fighting. Oh. And whenever the one kills the other one, they restart the day over. They're trapped in this thing and it looks like no one but them is real people. So this is kind of like Russian Doll on Netflix. I yeah. guess. I've never. Okay. It's okay. I'm intrigued. <sighs> I liked it. I'm intrigued by this because it's Arcane, man. Yeah, but Arcane hasn't always put out solid gold. Like, they put out a game a few years back where you play as a godmate. It didn't get any reviews because it was trash. Okay, I'm holding out hope because... Because Dishonored Dishonored and Prey was supposed to be pretty good, too. I just never got around to it. 
Yeah, I mean, we'll check it out. Keep it on the radar. Mm-hmm. Um, but moving on... Wolfenstein Youngblood. I've already pre-ordered it. Like, <laughs> I pre-ordered it before I this. want to, but I need to play the second one first. Yes and no. You need to play it just so you have... So- oh, no, you beat the... Yeah, you need I to play know. the second one. Yeah. It's good. It's not as good as the yeah. first one. I've already pre-ordered... I actually pre-ordered the Deluxe Edition, not because I'm excited for the extra stuff, but because if you have the deluxe edition, you get a basically friend pass you can give to somebody else, and they can play with you without owning a copy of the game. Oh, oh. So it's an extra ten bucks you're basically paying, so someone else can play with you without owning a oh, copy. Now, of the game. question: When sure. you do that, like, is it only just that person? I would say, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. Oh, so okay. I think what happens, let's say. Brent bought it and gave it to you. Yeah. I'm guessing the download code lets you download basically a client copy that allows you to connect to his game. And as long as you're connected to his game, you can play the whole thing. But as soon as you're not connected to his game, you have a useless client copy sitting on your machine. Right. So I can basically only play it when he plays it. Yep. But I'm the only one that he can share it with. Like he, uh, like he can't take it from me and then give it to you. No. Okay. So, but I think that if I also have the full game, I can play with him. Uh-huh. So, you can only play with him, but he can play with anybody else who has a copy of Wolfenstein Youngblood. Right. Um. So, I know I'm giving my copy to Aaron. I figured. Right. Well, I'm going to get it, so. Well, you're going to get it at some point, but I, I knew I was going to get it. It's... It's priced like an expansion. Like, it's a $30 game. I mean, that's not bad. It's not going to be super long. The trailers looked a lot like... This looks like fun Wolfenstein, unlike the first half of Wolfenstein 2, which the game evened out to 7 or 8 out of 10 for me. DLC? Or is this essentially the DLC? So, 2 had three DLCs, but they actually kind of got derided because it's weird. Because they came out real soon after the game came out, but they weren't different enough. This is kind of like the weird Zelda complaint again. Oh, okay. Because they came out within three months of the game coming out, but it was just more of the same. So it didn't feel like Burial at Sea for Bioshock, where they changed it up enough where you're like, this was worth waiting or four even months the first for. Expan- even the expansion to. For Bioshock 2. Or I was going to say Wolfenstein. Right. Uh, old, like, oh, there yeah. wasn't enough changed. It just felt like you were doing another level. Okay. It, didn't, it didn't feel like it was worth it. So we'll talk about it at some point, maybe just as a quick mini topic. But recently, I've moved away from if I beat a game, I feel like I have to buy the DLCs. And Wolfenstein 2 was one of those examples. But yeah, Youngblood, I'm all in on. Okay. So. Uh, on to the game we're both all in on. Doom Maternal. <laughs> oh, I'm so into this. Now, oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I can understand there was at least one person I heard who's like, ah, I don't like that Doom guy goes to heaven to kill angels at one point. Cyber Jesus. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but, like, I'm, whatever, I'm in, I'm in. Like, I don't, mm, I'm buying it. I got a big old knife on my hand and a grappling hook on my shotgun. I told Jake we were talking about the helmet because I didn't see the part in the conference where they had someone in the audience wearing it. Yeah. Because I go, that could fit on Josh's head. No, it can't. And he goes, what? (laughs) I'm like, oh, Josh goes, wearable helmet my ass. And I go... I go, what are you talking about? You think they lied about that? He's like, it's not going to fit on my enormous head. And I go, we'll get a normal size head. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am, for reference, Anthony, I, my head is a quarter inch away from needing to special order hats. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm excited for a wearable. <laughs> yeah, well, eat dicks. Uh, so... The gameplay looks fun. The story looks oh ridiculous. God. I hope I hope they don't try too hard to make it serious at any point. I don't. If the I, first one's any indication, I don't expect that. I don't they ex- know what they are. I know, but there are still some points in the first one where it seemed like they tried to move a little bit toward the serious. Okay, yeah. Like maybe. with the Doom Slayer's background, how they're like, he might actually be a fallen angel and blah, 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 blah. Like, all right, whatever. Just kill, kill demons. Don't care. <laughs> So, this game looks like a ton of fun. I'm not pre-ordering the special edition, because no. I mean, look at this room. Yeah. You think I got more room for crap? No. <laughs> As I bring back more Kirby stuff? 
Yeah. Uh, it has, uh, real quick, it has battle mode. Uh, well, yeah, it has battle it, mode back, because I guess I forgot the other ones before the last one had multiplayer. Which isn't supposed to be, like, traditional multiplayer. I, I don't know, nor do I care, because the only reason I played multiplayer in the first one was to unlock two bronze trophies. Played for, like, seven minutes. Oh, yeah, I forgot you did. I forgot they did have multiplayer. Mm-hmm. You could play as Doomslayers or Demons. Well, that's kind of like this one. Yeah. On to Ubisoft? You're going to have to almost okay. entirely drive this because without any Assassin's Creed stuff, I this one, I got nothing out this of was definitely a, This was definitely a low hit of the... Yeah. I heard Gods and Monsters look like a mix between Zelda and Ghibli or something. Oh, so we're going to get into... One of Anthony's biggest complaints about the last two Assassin's Creed games, especially Odyssey, is that... It felt less Assassin's Creed and more oh, like they should just make their own RPG. Yeah, yeah it's straight up. Uh, the most recent Assassin's Creed games, they they could have relaunched the series with the last two games, which yeah. it kind of feels like they tried to do, sort of. Yeah, I'll give so. you that. And that's when this hit, and I'm like, oh, you just got your wish. They finally said, hey, let's just make a new RPG. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it looks like Zelda with Greek mythology things yeah and odyssey like rpg elements i'm intrigued i think it might be good okay i mean we didn't get enough it's just an announcement so yeah on to the their tent pool of the tent no 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 wait what's let's 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 take a tent pool yes i did uh Mm. let's take ghost recon first okay this is uh this is them relaunching ghost recon isn't it this is the one with the punisher in it right no predator isn't isn't it? it That was the last one. That was two years ago because the that... The Predator thing? Yeah. I looked it up because when they announced that they were doing the Terminator crossover for this one, I'm like, this is ridiculous. And I typed it in. And that's when I got 2017 Predator crossover. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> All right. So go ahead and grunt this out. Then get on to... I, mean, I didn't look much into it. Like, uh, Ghost Re... I mean, they're pushing this in Rainbow Six out. I think Rainbow Six looks like it's some kind of zombie thing. Oh, that. Yeah. Uh, Do they realize they're like six years behind the zombie craze? Apparently not. Okay. Yeah, they're trying to really follow up on that Call of Duty thing here. Yeah. Actually, they're more than six years then. It's more like a decade. Yeah. Ghost Recon it. I just... What is with these Terminator crossovers? Did like I told it? Did they get a big deal since that Dur- Terminator Dark Salvation or Dark whatever? I, I joked with um, with Brent like this is obviously how they're paying for the movie that's that's coming out. <laughs> well, I said, did did the last two do so bad? Their only way to market this was video game tie-ins. Uh, probably. <laughs> I mean, Genesis got torched, yeah. and whatever the movie we saw. A uh, decade ago. Salvation? Salvation? Yeah, yeah, that we, movie sucked. Yeah. Like, I know you guys tried to defend it at the time. Oh, right. I like three. That's yeah, the one I like three. On. I haven't seen three. But Anyways, Salvation yeah. sucked. I just, I don't get what these Terminator cross. Like, uh, it was weird when one conference did, and I'm like, then a completely separate company did, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. I, welcome to the dark new future. I guess. With Watch Dark New Dog. Future, Watchdog Legion. Because, All right. Oh uh, my god. Oh my god. I think I'm checked out. <laughs> I mean, didn't you? Have you even played through the second one yeah. yet? He hasn't played through all. Yes, so, I did. I complained about the Breakfast Club. All right. <laughs> yeah, I started Watchdogs two because okay, so I played Watchdogs one. I liked it. I actually liked it a lot. That's what made me ask Brent, should I get Watchdogs two? Because I knew Aiden Pierce wasn't in it, but. Brent was telling me that a lot of people didn't like Aiden Pierce, which surprised me because I actually thought he was kind of cool. Played two, and yeah, no, I, I, I don't. It, it just didn't do it for me. I don't. People, I don't need to play fr- kids who drop the f bomb in literally every sentence. It tried people, like it was. Uh, it did seem like it was trying too hard to be the opposite. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's what it was. And this feels like. How did someone put it? But then other people are excited by this. They're like, oh, it's really leaning into the hack theft auto. And I'm like, I don't know if that's good. Right. Like, that's not what I wanted at all. So you're you're checked out, you think? I think so. Uh, yeah, I could done. not get interested in this. Yeah. Was it... Uh, I don't remember if it was an Onion article or if it was an actual... One of the game websites I read, it goes, Watchdog Legion offers 
infinite protagonists when it only needs three. Like, I can't remember if that headline was from The Onion or IGN. <laughs> I really can't. Well, one of them's an old lady. I don't know, man. No, no. You, you recruit people, and one of the ones you can play as is literally an 80-year-old woman. I, like, why? Because you can, I well, guess. it definitely screams Grand Theft Auto. Let's see. So, are we okay? Just because I know I want to do last thoughts, and we still have two conferences. Yeah, let's just do Square Enix. So, the only two things that you put on your list was Avengers and FF7. I know there was some other stuff, but... but They announced the Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC. Yeah, well, that got announced a little while ago. Okay. But they got more details on it. So, go ahead and start talking about the Avengers thing, just because I heard that was a massive disappointment. I, so, I don't think it looks terrible. Okay, so I want to weigh in on, on this. The reason why it was a massive disappointment is because everybody expected it to be Robert Downey Jr., Chris oh, Evans, yeah. and Chris Hemsworth. And I and never I thought that. No. Yeah, I, I thought, thought this was going to be in the Spider-Man game universe. And I think it still is. They haven't confirmed it yet, so like, I'm not every sure. Every time the Spider-Man guys, Marvel... Square Enix, whenever they're asked, they all dance around the topic. And see, They won't and, say yes, but they won't say no. And again, that's what I thought this was. I don't know why everyone thought that this was going to be the MCU just in a video game. Like, I never got that idea at all. That being said, the Hulk bears a shot. His entire clothing is Mark Ruffalo first Avengers movie. Um, I would like to gloss over all the things you didn't put on this list, by the way. Uh, they're remastering Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Um, they had Life is Strange 2 shown there. Octopath Traveler, I think they showed some more of. Oh, yeah, they released The Last Remnant remastered on Switch that day. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2 and 11S they showed more about. Um, Kingdom Hearts 3, that DLC. There was some Battalion 1944. They showed more about the Final Fantasy 14 um, expansion thing. Chris, whatever. Chris still likes that game, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he still plays that. Dying Light 2, I believe, was announced. Um, yes, Romancing. that was one of the ones I forgot I didn't put on. Uh, Saga Frontier had a thing. Final Fantasy Brave Exvius got a spinoff. That's the mobile game. Oh, okay. No, that's War of the Visions. Final Fantasy Brave. Blah, blah, blah. Final Fantasy VIII Remastered, they finally announced. That was a huge deal because they'd be re- they have remastered... 7, 9, 10, and 12 on like four different systems, but they said they lost the original assets for 8. That's Ooh. why it hadn't been remastered. So that game is an underrated gem. I won't and get to it. heard. Yeah, because everybody originally disliked it because... It wasn't 7. It wasn't 7, and they didn't realize how Final Fantasy games worked because for a lot of people, 7 was their first one. So when 8 was not 7 Part 2, people were like, what is this? And then after 9 came out, they're like, oh, this is normal. So, yeah. But, See, me, I'm I'm the total opposite. Um, See, 15 is my first one. Well, wow, yeah. you're making me feel old. <laughs> well, well, it's not even say, because of that. It's the first one I've ever fully played. You don't count. You don't <laughs> count, Brent. You, you haven't beaten, like, some in- unbelievably basic games. Looking at you, Super Metroid, Link to the Past. This is the extent of my Brent shaming. So yeah, me like I got like I was I was into Final Fantasy because I'm not into turn based combat. Mm. And when I found out 15 wasn't that, I it, I definitely thought, okay, this is my chance to get into a Final Fantasy game. Which going into not turn based combat, Final Fantasy seven. Are we good make? with Avengers? Yeah. yeah okay. So, so, so seven. The I want to put my cynicism out front here. Everybody had been commenting, they're like, how much of the game is this going to be? Because all we're seeing is Midgar stuff. They came out and first gave a release date. It's coming out March of next year. Also, to go back, Ori 2 is February of next year, okay. not March. So, March of next year. They have said it's only the Midgar part. People are like, what do you mean it's only the Midgar part? Because that was seven hours max of that game. But they have expanded it so much, it's on two Blu-rays, and it's supposed to be a full game. Like a full Final Fantasy XV-esque experience. I have no idea how they're going to do this. Like, but yeah. they still says about it being just the first. Well, Wait. yeah, they're still gonna yeah. be they're still gonna be like you have 
55 hours of original game yeah, left. Like, Final Fantasy VII is going to be a five-part game. We're, I was talking about this with Jake, friend of the Jake, and we, he brought it up. I'm like, it's going to be episodes. He's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, they, he's like, they abandoned that a long ago. And immediately after, he's like, oh, it is. So, like, and that's the other yeah. thing. They're not calling these episodes. I know they're not calling it episodes. Because but. they're, okay, and here's the follow-up. How are these games going to tie together? So you're going to get to the end of the first one. Are they going to transfer your levels to the second that is game? That's a good question. Like, how are they going to tie these together? I would really hope they would. But if this is a full game, like, what if you beat the game at level 70? What are they going to carry over? How are they going to carry over? Here's another thing. Sephiroth was not in Midgar. Like, he didn't show up until you left Midgar. So then that raises an interesting question. Will there be a level cap? Mm, yes, and there can't be. Like, they can't cap you at level 20 because they're like, you have four more games to play. Well, that- no, no, no. Cap you in just this one, and then you, if your stuff carries over. That, I have no idea. If this I'm- is a full game, like, if it's a full game, you don't get the final limit break in Midgar. Like, how are they going to change everything? Yeah, I am curious how they're going to do no. this. Like, I don't I don't know. That being said, gameplay, did you want... You haven't seen any of the gameplay, Not right? much. So it is FF15-esque. Because I had to ask him because I couldn't remember. It's been long enough with 15 that I don't. Because you didn't play as any of the other characters. And you can Only in other loosely F- play as the other ones in, in fif- this. In 15, they made it after the fact now you can play as the other characters okay. wait you can yeah i mean there was over two years yeah, they, worth of tale on that yeah game. like I, like i explained to you the game he played was different from the game i played the which game was different from the game you played the game i played was different from the game that it launched as that friend of the show kraus played like there's oh. been like four versions of oh, this yeah, they've game. massive updated this thing over time so Jeez. uh we got to keep this yeah. snappy though so i don't I'm going to buy it. I'm not going to pretend I'm not going to buy no, it. I'm kind of... I don't know how they're going to pull this off. Like, they really need to sell the fact that this... You should not go into this thinking this is FF7. Yeah. Perfect. Like, this This is FF7 in the same way that, like, the movie Troy was the same thing as the Iliad. Like, it was inspired by it. There's the same general beats. This does make me wonder if one game is going to be... Uh... The movie. But are they yeah. still calling it <laughs> Final Fantasy VII? They yeah. are. Because they're treating it as if it was a main number so, game. But so so then they're 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 still gonna market it as Final Fantasy VII, but it's not really Final Fantasy VII. They have to they've ex- massively expanded, expanded the it. story, they've changed the gameplay entirely. I'm positive they'll add a bunch of new stuff because it's of a the expansion. It's, I, mean, it's a I can't even call remake. It, I won't even call it's a reimagining. Okay, yeah. Like a remake to me, like remaster, shiny new coat of paint. Remake is what Link's Awakening that we'll talk about shortly. This is a reimagining. Okay, yeah, because, reimagining is better. Like now, now they're questioning because Barrett, they're making out to be more of like this extremist terrorist kind of guy, which he was in the first game. But now Tifa, your one of your female interactions, she's like, I don't know that we're doing this the right way. Like they're adding more drama. I don't. I'm gonna buy it. Just want to put that out there. I don't know how they're going to pull this off well. But everybody seems to be stoked about it, so whatever. Who am I? Moving on to Nintendo. Unfortunately, we got to keep this one at yeah. 10 minutes. Because we are we are running up against it. So, I'm gonna, I don't have these in the order they were announced in this thing. We probably shouldn't start with what's at the top of the list. Well, let's go with... Uh, let's generally go with your list. And then near the end, I'm going to burn through all the other stuff you didn't mention. I feel like we should start with the Smash DLC, because those were some of the first things. Actually, okay. well, the Smash DLC. The first thing they announced was Dragon Quest. Yeah, so the Dragon Quest hero will be the next DLC character. Well, heroes. Heroes? Well, I don't think that Dragon Quest Eleven, like, they were called Hero, because... It is Hero, but have you seen how it plays? No. Yeah, it's multiple ones. Okay. So during okay, the best I think way to kind of like the Me Fighter thing though, isn't it? Like you just like different cost. No, no, Not it's different. the best way to equate it is the closest thing it is to is the Pokemon trainer. 
Oh. Weird. Because you get a downed thing, like you would in the game, to scroll through all the characters to switch them in the middle of fighting. I don't know how that's going to play. They show it, and that's confusing. Yeah. Yeah, you should really check out that footage. Uh, But then they also fake out, announce Banjo-Kazooie, which is a huge deal because that's still straight up owned by Microsoft. Like, Banjo-Kazooie is owned by Microsoft. That was... I'm excited and blown away that this happened, that he was the third one. Yeah, but like, that means we still have two left, yep. so who The gameplay for Banjo-Kazooie looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, but that's not going to come out till because Dragon Quest... War, uh, they said all th- the last four will be out before the end of the year. No joke! Yeah, that's what wow. they said. Wow, that's surprising. They said fall for... They said early fall for Banjo-Kazooie. Wow. Yeah. All right. I'm uh, shocked by that, too, yeah. but that's what they said. So. Uh, let's see. So what? what's next? Luigi's Mansion? Uh, yeah, I think they announced Dragon Quest XI oh, yeah, was yeah, coming Oh, yeah, they announced out. it at the same time that they announced the Dragon Quest thing. Uh, so Luigi's Mansion... Is that a Man- remake? Uh, no, it's no, a port. Is it a new one? Okay, it's a port. Well, I think so. Anyway, well, I'm not a Well, they kept showing old school footage and then new... Th- you know, 2.5D footage, and I'm like, Oh, uh, I don't... No, this is Dragon Quest Eleven. It's definitely not, not a, old. Okay. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. You this are is, super excited by this. This has been getting a ton of positive buzz. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard the big thing is they're basically combining the first game and second game, where the first game, you were all just in one mansion, yeah. but it wasn't segregated by levels. The second game had multiple mansions, but it was level segregated. This one seems like it's multiple mansions because you're in hotel floors, but it's not level-based. So it seems like they're taking the best of both worlds and putting it into one game. Yeah, I haven't played the second one, but I played the first one and loved it. Um, (laughs) I was joking with him because when we were on the phone, I swear he didn't tell me about it. I'm like, wait, Luigi's Mansion 3 is coming out? I'm like, yeah, I did. You kind of blew over (laughs) it when I said it. Yeah, the the second game was, uh, and can frequent contributor to the show, Alex, will have words about this, but I didn't like the second one as much That's as the, the first 3DS one. the 3DS one, right? Yeah, well, technically, both of them are also 3DS now. Okay, because, yeah. right. But it was the 3DS one, but it was separated into levels, and that really hurt, to me, the open-worldness of it. I'm going to buy it, and I'm going to enjoy it. Everything yeah, about this looks good. I'm going to get it, too. Uh, they also announced the Dark Age, Age of Resistance, Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance Tactics. So, yeah, the prequel has a tie-in tactics game that doesn't look like garbage. Right? Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. I'm going to probably get this. I have already... That amiibo looks adorable. So, they announced the release date, which is September. As soon as I woke up that morning, I pre-ordered the version with the art book. Wait, so Link's Awakening, that's not Breath of the Wild 2, right? No, no, no. Way to bury the lead, Anthony. (laughs) Um, Link's Awakening, it was a... It was game a Game Boy, Boy game. Game Boy game that they're, they've re... They, this they've is remastered. a remaster. They've remastered in 2.5D and they're releasing it on the Switch. Well, it's still oh, a top-down okay. game. Well, but yeah, they, it's 2.5. Right. They made the characters all, models all 3D. So I don't call it 2.5D because 2.5 means you move on a 2D plane but with 3D character <laughs> models. This, you technically move 3D because there is a vertical element with one of the items in the okay. game. Um, I think it looks. It looks I think amazing. I, can, I think I can play this. <laughs> I am. I am so ready. Um, nobody at work listens to this podcast, so I can say this. I think I'm going to take that day off <laughs> to play this game. Like I'm so. I had told. I had told uh, frequent contributor Jake that uh, you were hoping this would lead to a seasons and ages remaster. Oh my god! If they released a two pack for the Oracle games like this, oh my god. So on it. Um, this is big news, even though I'm sure you guys don't care. They announced the Mana Games. That's a huge deal because that means I don't remember. I think in the best RPG episode, Jake mentioned his favorite game was this Secret of Mana 2 or yeah. Seikendetsu 3. That will be released in America because huh. of this. Like, that's a huge deal. Because people were all up in arms back in the day that it didn't come out. Big, big deal. Uh, Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition. That's coming to Switch. That's another big deal. We got more information about the new Fire Emblem game. Stop me if any of these are on your list. 
Uh, they said they're no. porting RE5 and 6, which oh, I cool, forgot all about I that. Yeah, that was like, I was like, really? Okay. So now they're all officially on this Switch. system. All right. Well, except 7? Uh, well, in America and oh, yeah. in Japan, there's a cloud version. They officially announced No More Heroes 3. I forgot all about Boom. that one, yeah. I'm, I'm I knew when I, I knew when that got announced. I'm like, Josh is gonna be happy. Yeah, I, I mean, we knew it was gonna happen, but I knew it was gonna happen. Contra Rogue Core got announced. It's a twin stick shooter, uh, right? Then anniversary collect Contra anniversary collection. Damon X Machina got a release date. That's the mech game from uh, Nintendo. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, Panzer Dragoon is getting brought to the Switch. That's a big deal. That's one of the cult classics that came out on Sega Saturn originally. Pokemon Sword and Shield information. Oh, yeah, I forgot all about Pokemon Sword and Shield. Which cool, I guess. It um, looks interesting. That I watched new, gameplay fo- footage with friend Cody. Uh, that new mechanic about giant Pokemon is super weird. Yeah, we watched that. I'm like, what is going on? What is this hell dimension you're getting sucked into? Yeah, that's super <laughs> weird. Astral Chain, the Platinum Platinum Games game, got a release date attached to it. I'm not going to buy it, but good for them. Uh, Ultimate Alliance 3 got some more information. It did. Ooh. Let's see. Oh, Cadence of Hyrule got a release date, and it was like a day after the conference. As soon as we're done recording this, I'm playing that game. <laughs> they announced officially the next Mario and Sonic game. Woo. It's, um, it's an Olympics game. Animal Crossing, unfortunately, got delayed till next year, which apparently hit Nintendo's stock a little bit. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, I mean it's, whatever. Yeah. And here's the thing that Anthony freaking buried the lead on <laughs> like oh and one more thing they officially announced a breath of the wild 2 we yeah but we knew there were already some pretty heavy rumors that this was already in they development but they don't do this i like know. i can often, i'll be i'll be shocked if it actually stays breath of the wild 2 well it's a direct sequel yeah, like majora's that, mask was a direct sequel majora's mask was a direct sequel there were two sequels to Wind Waker on DS. I thought one is a direct sequel and one isn't a well, direct, it's a dir- direct sequel. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, So one came directly after the other one, and the next one was 100 years later, yeah. but it was still a sequel. Okay. Ugh, the like, Zelda timelines. I was explaining uh, the last night. And brr, Link Between Worlds was a direct sequel to Link to the Past, but direct sequels just don't happen a lot, a lot. So... This is kind of a... I mean, it's the same characters, yeah, too. Yeah. So... Because um, a friend of the show... Uh, Cody said to me... Because we were talking about... Friend it, of the it, show. Cody's never been. Okay, well... That. My friend. We were talking about it because he thinks it'll have more a more... Story-driven. Story-driven. Because yeah. Zelda's going to be your companion, it looks they like. They don't... They refuse to comment on her Well, you heard why this got made, right? Because there were too many DLC ideas. <laughs> Which, like I told him, I'm like, I'm hoping the bad ones were the ones they put out. <laughs> right. The, right. The story-driven, the thing that made me go, ooh, was when the corpse turns its head and it's got the little gem on its head. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, snap! That's legit Ganon. No giant, creepy monster Ganon. That's legit Ganon. I'm but really curious it what could it... Be, it could be be the guy from Link Between Worlds because he had the thing on his head too I thought. I don't remember. Well, well you guys didn't you play didn't. Link Between Worlds. Uh, let me, while you look that it definitely, I think it's still Ganon. I mean I'm almost positive it's Ganon. I'm really curious what's holding him there. Oh the big the, arm. The hand. Right. Yeah. Yeah see check this out. In Link Between Worlds he's got the thing on his head too. Huh. Right? I don't think that's him. I think it's Ganon. That would be a weirdly deep cut if yeah. that was him. Yeah, I think it's Ganon. So that begs it being more story-driven. But yeah, they have said there is no relation to Majora's Mask, though. People thought there might be because there was the backward music playing and like oh, yeah. it was creepy it as really hell. S- yeah. yeah, really set the creepy tone. Yeah, it was rad. I mean, I, Breath of the Wild, I started the day I got a Switch. I... Played it all weekend. I got it. I'm going to do it again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So well, I just started my first playthrough recently. Really? Yeah. Uh, 
You're in for a treat. <laughs> I I wish I could forget how good that game was so I could play it like I did the first time. Like <sighs> That's how I wish I would play Horizon. Don't look up anything I've about I've given that him game. some pointers. The only pointers I would say is... If you can handle it, try to get enough. Try to get thirteen hearts before. That's what I've told him. Like, don't look up where stuff is. That game is all exploration. Like, it's such a delight. Uh, But we're not. Well, his brother pointed him off. He was headed straight for the volcano. One. Don't do that. (laughs) That's the other point. Don't do that. Um, Okay, so. Let's try to make this relatively snappy about what everybody's thoughts were about this E3. Um, newcomer Anthony, what what you got? Uh, I there was only a few things that they released that I was excited for. Other than that, I mean, I, it was okay. You know, I am looking forward to what Sony is going to be releasing. But yeah, like what you said, we didn't have. Assassin's Creed from Ubisoft, so was really much to look for for Ubisoft. The only thing Microsoft put out that I was genuinely excited for was Halo, and nobody cares about Fallout seventy six. No, <laughs> stop trying to make Fallout seventy six. Yeah, so and nobody, I feel, and I think we all agree, nobody cares about Gears. Yeah, mm, more or less. Yeah. If we're being honest, that's <laughs> why we've never done a gears episode. <laughs> Especially because it'd just be me and you looking. I think we now. did like a fifth back when the we tried, and it's never gone well. Well, you we know, did, did like yeah, a we fifteen did. minute thing. Like it, it was, was just us like Raymond. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So uh, if I had to rate it, I would give it like a two out of five stars. <laughs> yeah. This this was, and I'll get to mine, but. This was one thing we forgot to mention. Sony not being there didn't hurt Sony. It hurt E3. Yeah. Like, yeah. it just, there wasn't, it didn't feel the same. So, yeah. Brent. And that's something I'll agree with because there were three games I'm looking forward to from Sony and I want to hear about. Yeah. yeah I know too. it's going to come along with the package of PS5, but man, Horizon Zero Dawn and The Last of Us are things I'm so psyched for. And they keep trying to do these Sony state of play shows. They're okay. still trying to figure out how to do yeah. it. Like, these ain't Nintendo Directs. Mm-hmm. The last one was better than the first one, but they're still they're still figuring out. So as in pre- as in previous years for me, Bethesda and Nintendo came out with the best stuff. I'll give Microsoft they had some things there, but not all of them were theirs. Yeah, and Microsoft, I've said this at every E3 since the announcement of the Xbox One, they've really been trying to make up for how bad right. that E3 we didn't, went. We didn't even mention yeah. full backwards compatibility for the Project Scarlet. Full, yeah, so Xbox 360 the and one, Xbox One can all play. All digital stuff. Yeah. Like, they couldn't be like, please buy this. Yeah. Yeah, they basically, not to be wildly condescending... They've basically been in some degree of apology mode for about four years at this point. Oh, yeah. And they should be. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got, Brian? Uh, I don't like it. PlayStation not being there really was a bummer. Nintendo brought some great stuff. I'm really excited for Breath of the Wild, too. This was the first... Anything else? If there's, however, Doom Eternal for the games coming out, out, that we have release dates for, that's the thing I'm psyched for. So, the... This was the first E3 in a long time that I think I would have been disappointed in had I been watching it. Having missed it, I give this one like a C because Microsoft, it seems like they tried to bring it, but nobody seemed to care that much. Like it got decently reviewed, but all I cared about was the Ori 2 release date. People were excited about Cyberpunk. The Elden Ring note was something. Halo Infinite, I guess people were excited about. And um, Project Scarlet, if you're a Microsoft fan, then cool, I guess. Most of that didn't do anything for me. Bethesda I was excited about, but Doom Eternal still doesn't have a release date, does it? Yeah, it does. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah, it's the end of the year. Okay. Yeah, it was like November, wasn't it? Yeah. I bet I even have that on my calendar. Uh, one second. boop a doop boop boop Doom Eternal. Yep, there we go. November 22nd. Oh. That's a Christmas buy for me. Yeah. Uh, that's probably going to be right on Black Friday, too. Uh-huh. Wolfenstein. Yeah, cool. They showed more. I was already... I'm already going to buy it. The... Yeah. Ubisoft. Nothing I care about. Square Enix. Such mixed feelings. Like, I'm going to buy it, but... Yeah. Who... What are they doing? 
And Nintendo, this was the first year I felt like a Nintendo fanboy more than any. Because basically there were three Zelda games that I got excited about. Like that was, that was basically Nintendo for me. Yeah. yeah cool. They announced some, they announced some characters and do you some like, ports. Do you like Luigi? We got a little Luigi. Do you like Link? Here's some Link, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I know when I was talking to Kara, she was like, wait, three Zelda games? I'm like, it sounds worse than it is, but yes. Because uh, she's like, well, there's the one that's coming out while we're on our trip. Yes. There's the one that's coming out in September. Also, yes. And then there's another one they announced. It sounds bad when you say it like this, but yes, three Zelda games that I am very excited for. So this felt like the most Nintendo fanboyish E3 for me in a long time. If I'm bummed about one thing I didn't mention with Nintendo, I really held out hopes they were going to announce Mario Kart 9. Really held out hopes. I don't know what they're going to do with them. Like, they gotta have a Mario Kart because... 8 it's, Deluxe was just a port, yeah. even though it was an improved Which is port. why I was shocked that wasn't... I'm not shocked then. I'm not I'm not shocked Breath of the Wild 2 is happening. I'm shocked it was announced. Yeah. I'm shocked Mario Kart 9 wasn't announced. Yeah. I, maybe next year? If I had to uh, guess, yeah. they'll do a... Or uh, maybe Tokyo Game Show? Yeah. I think they're going to do a Nintendo Direct early next year announcing Mario Kart 9, and it'll come out in, like, October. Because they've already said they're working on Odyssey 2. Uh, Odyssey number 2. S- Super Mario Odyssey right. 2. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so, yeah, this one was okay. And, nah. That's about it. I, I pre-ordered a bunch of Amiibo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyways, anything else from you guys? No, I'm good. Cool. All right. Well, Anthony, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Brent, thank you for coming on. Yep. Yeah. So what did you think of E3 2019? Uh, did we not give any of these conferences a fair shake? Is there something that you thought we were way too kind to you would have been more harsh on? Let us know. But until next time, my name is Josh, and this is Co-Opinions. Co-opinions.